Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, guess what? Guess what? We got our line back. We're doing a real broadcast now. I turned my phone off. So, hallelujah. And Willie, you'll be on real radio here in a minute instead of a phone call. Oh, my goodness. In fact, I think rather than make Willie wait through anything, we're just going to go right back to Willie. Mike, if you'll cue him up. Let me give you the phone number, folks. I have one line open, and we are doing a real broadcast now instead of the thing that we had. Thank you, Dwayne, for getting that all cleared up for us. Eight eight, we got the chief engineer in to help us. Eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F. Eight 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 seven eight seven five five four three. Willie, you still there? Yeah, I'm here, Neil. All right, good deal. Um, I tend to agree with you um, on replacing. However, a couple of things that I will, will say. Number one, it really does depend on what the plants were. But most shrubs, you're talking about in 2021 is when they froze? Yeah. Uh, no, well, this year. Uh, this year. February. Yeah. Okay. And how long, had they, how, how long had they been there? Were they replacement plants? Oh, oh, oh they're 40 years old. We moved here in 80, 80 uh so. All right. And what got them this year? Was it the, the ice and snow that broke them? Or? It, was, it, was a, it was a hard freeze that happened. I believe it was February. And then, you know, the next day or two, three days, they, they went yellow on me. All right. Um, I, will, I will tell you that having been here for 55 years, I, I've observed a lot of cold spells and... February of 2021 was devastating. Um, other than breaking branches, this year, this winter, February of, of 2022, didn't do nearly as much damage other than what it did been breaking branches from all the ice and the snow. Um, but if, if they froze then, they froze then. Um, the, the damage was 100 times worse uh, a year earlier. Um, anyway, to the point, without knowing what they are, and boy, I really am curious now how they survived a year ago and didn't survive this year. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> what, what I would, what I would say is if they are, if they, if they froze back badly, uh, this past winter, uh, and if they're just now trying to come out, um, you might as well leave them a little longer and see how they do because nurseries are really sold down on their nursery stock right now. What happened okay. last year is happening again this year, and that is that the the best quality plants, for example, some of the dwarf hollies and and other plants that are in the in the small category, the short plants, are uh, sold out, and nurseries are having to wait for shipments to arrive. Or at least the nurseries I've been in, and that's what I'm being told. The things you you could get that are dwarf plants are not necessarily things you want to be planting. You might be better off to wait until they get their fall shipments because they will get uh, a, a new supply come uh, late August, September. Um, the wholesale growers have held back so that they will have something to sell in the fall, and they will, and these nurseries will have them in the fall. And fall is a great time for planting. I'd probably do yeah. that, and in the meanwhile, you can see how these come back. I'd get these identified. It it really okay. helps uh, to know what your what your plant is and whether it's worth saving and and um, and 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 that way when you go in to ask for help at a nursery or when you call me or whatever, uh, that yeah. way we know who the patient is. Outstanding. I do appreciate your taking the time to answer my question. Well, you're yeah. the you're the kind person who waited twice for me, and I'm not sure I. I <laughs> prove my worth on that one but i but i will try my best and so but All i would right. i would wait just because there isn't a whole lot to choose from right now and and uh, then i'd be ready to go come first of september i really appreciate your call willie have a great day thank you sir thank you so much you betcha bye-bye carrie and walks then john and lake highlands you're coming up next i can help each of you uh, each of you, and they're, uh, they're good questions. Stay with me. Let me tell you first about Baylor Scott & White Hospital. I'm proud to tell you about these uh, these fine 
uh, servants of the of, of the public from this uh, just absolutely fabulous chain of healthcare facilities. Uh, they are the best, and uh, uh, my wife proudly serves on the board of Baylor Scott and White and McKinney, and uh, they have uh, met all of our family's needs and and done so. Uh, with the utmost of professionalism, they are just as great as it gets. Now, here is the message I need to share with you. Uh, gardeners know how much work it takes to get a garden happy and healthy. You need to be thinking about how much work it has taken the folks at Baylor Scott & White Health over the last 26 months to keep us happy and healthy. These are our beloved health care workers who are out there on the front line working so hard to uh, get us through the pandemic. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. Those are words that you'll never hear come from their lips. It's not easy to protect us from COVID. And now you have shown up every day for that period of time and you have helped us and we are grateful. We need to, we need to say thank you. Thank you very much for all that you have done. Folks, there are some ways that we can show our support. One of them would be to say thank you. Another would be to uh, to remember to wear your mask every time you go in a healthcare facility. Every time that you are out in, in public, in a crowd, you can wear a mask. It's all right now. You know, it's amazing how you don't notice them on people. There may only be uh, two or three people out of a 100 who are wearing masks, and you don't really think about the fact that those people have masks. I wear a mask when I'm in a crowd. I hope you will as well. And most of all, I hope that you will say thank you to Baylor Scott & White Health, especially to the front line for all that they have done to keep us all safe. Let's join together right now, and we will say thank you. I'm Alan Walter from Denton County Ace Hardware. We're your source for those Traeger, Green Egg, and Weber grills. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Alan, very, very much. We uh, got a tour of that uh, uh, that facility. He bought an old existing hardware store and moved it down about uh, oh, 10 or 12 stores down in the shopping center. And he was like a proud papa showing us that uh, new location. And uh, they were grinding the floor down. And it was going to be really pretty, but it was dusty. That was an interesting trip. I really appreciate Alan Walter for all of his enthusiasm, all of his support of this program, and the support of other things that Lynn and I are involved with, and uh, just very grateful for his friendship. Thank you, Alan. Let's go back to our phone lines. Let's go to Carrie in Waxahachie. Carrie, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Uh, yes, sir. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Yes, sir. Um, I have a live oak that was hit fairly hard last year in the snowmageddon and uh, didn't put out real well last year. This year it's put out a little bit better. But I was walking around in the yard a little earlier today and noticed that the bark toward the base of the tree is beginning to split. And uh, as much as an inch uh, down on on the uh, north side of the tree and in various other places around the, I'd say up to about three feet, am I going to lose that tree? Don't know. Um, live oaks are all over the map. Uh, the fact that you haven't lost it already uh, increases the odds that you won't lose it. Um, the the benchmark. Uh, there are two two things you can look at that will give you a, a much better, a clearer idea of whether you'll lose it or not. One would be uh, if the bark is loose all the way around at any given location. Uh, what you're what you're seeing is called radial shake. That's a term I had never heard of 17 months ago. R a d i a l radial shake. The Texas A&M Forest Service worked that one on me, and I said, "What is that?" And they explained um, the uh, the 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 extreme freeze uh, uh-huh. and and the uh, the uh, speed with which it hit cause the tissues in the in the wood to separate at different rates or whatever but anyway the 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 tissues have separated and the bark is standing out away from the uh, from the rest of the wood of the trunk some trees that happened uh, within two weeks and those trees are long gone they're cut down they're gone Uh, other trees there was absolutely none of this and they're doing fine they're full and beautiful and then there are the ones that are in between one of the other dividing lines is if you have lost half or more of the canopy of foliage, 
if it's really sparse and and it has 10% of its normal leaf count, then it's probably not going to make it. If it has 40%, that might make it. If it has 60 or 70%, probably will. So those are things that you have to think about. Uh, If it has dead branches that extend out beyond the leaf canopy. A lot of live oaks have that, where where you have this umbrella of good leaves and then sticking out of it uh, uh, eight or nine feet uh, all over the tree, you have dead branches. Um, a lot of those trees look like they're going to come out fine, but they're now suddenly eight or nine feet shorter than they were. <laughs> then, uh, then you need to have those trimmed off because those branches will uh, are, are dead and will break and could do damage or injury or whatever so it's just all over the map you might want to have a certified arborist look at the tree and uh, and assess its health and vigor uh, which could be done anytime between now and fall okay could i ask you one other question absolutely just um during 21 uh, i had a uh oak come up from an acorn uh it's too close to the driveway to leave it where it is is that plant uh, or excuse me is that uh transplant worthy yes if you need another schumard red oak and if it's uh, uh, a nice tree good shape and and uh, uh, it's absolutely worth trying to transplant you have to do that especially since it's a year and and a few months old you would want to do that in the winter time not not during the growing season so we're looking at december january about six inches now so (laughs) it's only only six inches tall in a year well yeah it, it uh uh, it was kind of drought or, or hit with the dryness last year, and, and I thought, well, this thing's not going to make it, and it showed back up this year. So good, yeah, so. you can do that. Just uh, dig it with a ball of soil around the root system. Do that in in the middle of the winter time. Okay, very good, Neil. All I right. appreciate. It. You're welcome, Carrie. Thanks for the call. John Thank in Lake sir. Highlands, you'll be coming up right after this break. Folks, I have two lines open. Please call. It's uh, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. If you are a regular listener of the program, you know that I often have my pastor on to talk about birds in the landscape right at the end of the program. He is not available today, so we're talking right up to the end of the program with your calls, my question, my answers, hopefully my answers. So uh, give a call now. I need some more calls, 888 787 5543. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Chapter 1 is uh, what I call the basics of gardening in Texas. It's things you need to know to get started. If you're new to Texas or if you are uh, just wanting to know the, the basic fundamental things new to gardening, this is the chapter that covers things that, that bridge over into all the other chapters. How do you uh, how do you work with the soils of Texas? What are the rainfall areas of Texas? What are the temperature hardiness zones of Texas, et cetera, et cetera? Chapter two, I have never put in a book before. People tell me, Neil, that chapter alone, that chapter two, that thing pays for the whole book. Uh, in the savings that I've realized, it's a it's a calendar, a perpetual calendar. It's not a grid like a wall calendar. This is uh, 48 pages that tell you when to plant prune, fertilize, and spray all of the plants in your landscape and garden, four pages per month. Chapter 3 is a comprehensive and detailed chapter on trees, and then chapter 4 on shrubs, and then vines and ground covers, annuals and perennials, lawns and fruit and vegetables. It's all in the book. And the book is written for the entire state of Texas, county by county, all 254 counties, even southern Oklahoma. It has 840 of my photographs and 344 pages. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper, printed in San Antonio. That's the best of all worlds. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. You're going to be buying it a pig and a poke. I understand that. And that's why I guarantee your satisfaction or I'll promise your money back without any questions. Full refund. 75,000 copies sold so far. Not one request for a refund. So that's pretty good odds that you'll like the book. And uh, there are two ways you can order it since it's not in stores and not on Amazon. One of the ways is to call my office Monday through Friday, this week, Tuesday through Friday, business hours, 800-752-GROW, 
800-752-4769. The other way to order it is from my website at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com. All right, they are very, very good. Let me tell you about Wortham Brothers. We have your foundation fixed. Let's get your roof fixed. We have, we've had advanced foundation repair at our home, and they did work, and so has Wortham Brothers. I practice what I preach, folks. Wortham Brothers put a new roof on our home four years ago, four springs ago, and oh my goodness, are they very, very good. This is a second-generation family business. They know what it is to put a new roof on a house. They've done 100,000 of them since 1986. That's a lot of roofs. Composition roofs, of course, make up the bulk of that, but they also do clay and concrete tile, metal, slate roofs. They do new and residential re-roofing, and they also do flat roofs. If you have hail or wind damage or just think you might have, why don't you have them out to go on your roof and take a look? If you have roof problems from uh, damage from storms, they will let you know. They'll show you. They'll document where it is and how bad it is. If you don't, they'll tell you that. They'll tell you whether the roof looks good or the roof is beginning to show age or whatever the fact is. They'll tell you that. And uh, then if there is a, a need for you to file an insurance claim, then they'll wait patiently until you get that done, you get your settlement, and then they will give you the most for your insurance dollar. They are great. Well, I'm so proud to recommend them to you. Wortham Brothers Roofing. The roof inspection is absolutely free without obligation, and uh, the roof that you get from Wortham Brothers will be second to none. It will be the best. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Call them today, 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. WBRoofing.com, 972-562-5788. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Hello, I'm Sunny from Dallas Ace Hardware next to Duncanville. We are your source of those great steel products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sunny, very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to go to John in Lake Highlands. John, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Great to talk to you. I just really enjoy your show, and it's always thank you. great to listen to an expert who's humble at the same time. It's kind of well, a weird thank combination. You. Thank so you. Appreciate thank that. You. But what I've got going, um, my neighbor and I share a trumpet vine, and used to let it grow. It was really pretty growing up the fence, but then it started kind of tearing my, it'll work your fence apart. I have a board-on-board fence, and it kind of separated, mm-hmm. so I decided to cut it down. So every year I have to cut down the part that goes up on the fence. What do you recommend to get rid of that? We'd like to get rid of that plant totally. Entirely. All right. Uh, how big yeah. is the stump? When you cut it, how large is the stump in diameter? Well, it's kind of spread now, so there's several stumps. There's one, the biggest stumps are maybe inch and a half in diameter, and then there's a lot of small, small ones. All right. Uh, Wherever you can, uh, drill into the stump. You need to be very careful in doing it that you don't split the stump or go out into the side. You're trying to make a reservoir in the stump. And what you're going to do is put a broadleafed weed killer. It's going to be something containing uh, the active ingredient 2,4-D. 2,4-D, as in dandelion. And you're going to put it in at full strength. You'll buy a concentrate. You'll buy the smallest uh, bottle you can find or can and uh, container. And you'll you'll put it in there at full strength. It might be easiest to uh, either to use a... um, uh, or maybe a, uh, an eyedropper, or if you don't have an eyedropper, you can get a straw. And I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. done this, but you can put your finger over the end of the straw and, and dip yeah, it. Yeah, I have. Yeah, you would, yeah, you, would pour, yeah. you would pour the uh, the concentrate into a throwaway Dixie cup or something, and, and you'd, you'd 
then dip the straw into that and, and just fill that reservoir with the, the concentrate. And careful not to get it all over the, just slop it all over the ground or over any desirable shrubs nearby. And uh, it will soak into the wood. You could actually come back a day or two later and do it a second time. And that will be taken into the wood and out through the roots and will kill the mother plant in each case or the mother's plants. Gotcha. Uh, I guess I guess okay. the S would go on the first part of the hyphenated thing. Uh, well, <laughs> no hyphens maybe, the, the mother's. Uh, then gotcha. the, other, the rest of the, uh, the smaller uh, stumps, We'll go ahead and sprout up, and you'll need to spray those with the broadleafed weed killer, and you'll mix it uh, with water to dilute it to the regular spraying strength, and you'll spray those. You'll probably have to do that several times because they'll continue to send up new sprouts. It's tenacious. It has a will to live. Yeah, they're really beautiful when they blossom, but they can be a pain. <laughs> they they really are strong. a pain. So, they really are So you recommend, the, like all the runners, stuff, trim them back before you do that or just go ahead would they absorb it quicker if you you know trim them back you're talking about where they come up from smaller shoots yeah from smaller shoots yes um you'd have okay let me let me rephrase the the stumps the big ones which you're drilling into Mm -hmm. obviously are cut off fairly flush with the ground the smaller ones uh you don't want to be spraying a broadleaf weed killer 24d up into the air when you have shrubs and trees and things around you don't want to get it up where it drifts five feet or eight feet onto other gotcha. plants desirable okay. plants it's not going to hurt the the grass if it drifts a little bit but it would be better if you were spraying it down onto sprouts that, that come up so okay. I, right. without seeing what you have it's a little hard for me to say but if you have a bunch of little sprouts that are four feet tall I would, if it's strictly in turf grass, and especially if it's strictly in Bermuda grass, I would probably spray those. Um, mm-hmm. If it's if it's in St. Augustine or if it's in any kind of proximity of shrubs and ground cover, then I would I would cut them off at the ground and be very careful to spray it directly onto the regrowth. Perfect. Where, where, okay. Where, that's, where that's... is it? Yeah. Where is it growing? Where, where's where are these sprouts going to come well, up? Like like my alley, uh, I share a uh, fence with a neighbor, and it's right down in the alley. It's part of it now. It's you know, it's it's right in there. So, Are there any shrubs not, in that alley, or any any? Not many, not many. Okay. There's a few. There's a few uh, different, you know, plants and stuff, but nothing, nothing that is that. Well, that I'd just be careful yeah. not to let it drift. The broadleaf weed killers are. Are, are not horrific about drifting. They're horrific when it comes to tomato plants. They will okay. they will sniff it like a dog sniffs a scent of uh, a <laughs> treat of some sort or something. But uh, gotcha. otherwise, the, the shrubs won't be a, a big problem. Now, I want to I want to address one other thing. If you were spraying sprouts that come up in a lawn, there may be people out there who do have that situation, um, and especially St. Augustine, which can be damaged by these weed killers in heat in sun. Um, a solution to that might be to take a big piece of uh, cardboard and cut a slit to the center and slide it up to the sprouts and spray and then move it to the next one, move it to the next one. Uh, use gotcha. a tank sprayer where you have a, a fairly fine mist that coats the leaves of the of the uh, sprouts, not a hose-in sprayer, of course. Okay. That way, right. that way you, you get a finer spray, not a mist, but a finer droplet size, and it does a better job of coating the, the leaves. Okay. So well, great. That, okay. That Thanks, you. Neil. You got my work set out for me. I'll, I'll get on that here soon. <laughs> so, Have a wonderful <laughs> extra day off this weekend. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Thanks for the call. Care. Take care. You bet. All right. His line is open. That's the only line I have open, and that would be at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. I was talking earlier about Steve Hauser and his fine book on the Indian marker trees. He is the founder, owner, and great guy. They're all great people at Arborological Services. I imagine he is the one who named the company. He is beady-eyed serious. I've used that phrase for 20 years in describing the company and Steve in particular. Beady-eyed serious about trees. He is the one who will stand in your face and tell you you're doing the wrong thing with your trees. And he'll smile, and he is a very loving, caring person. 
but he wants he is the advocate for trees he wants the best for your trees he wants the best for his industry you know they had the texas tree climbing championship a week ago now just uh, seven and eight days ago and he didn't ask me to tell you this but his employee and uh, actually his son-in-law miguel pastanez is now a 13-time Texas State tree climbing champion. He's actually a one-time North American uh, 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 tree climbing champion. And Steve is very proud of Miguel. There are other uh, people on the staff who have been on the staff at Arborological Services who have also been the state champion. They have won that 27 different times that it has been, that competition has been held. This is really a company you need to have working on your trees. They're the best. Arborological Services, the only people who will ever touch our trees. And thanks to Steve Hauser and Kevin Bassett and Russell Peters, all employees there at Arborological Services, all principal people of that fine company, uh, all named Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas. Arborological.com is the website. On Facebook, they're Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts. Here is the phone number, 866-552-7267. Serving Dallas, Tarrant County, Southern Collin, and Denton Counties, Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. On the next Markley Van Camp and Robin show. The newest excuse for inflation is the best yet. White supremacy. Nah, that's easy. Can't be that. Markley Van Camp and Robbins. Weekdays at noon on 570 KLIF. Arborological Services is a sponsor of an advertiser in Neil Sperry's eGardens. Also in my website and other places. So you can always find their number in those places. And also, I need to tell you about eGardens from some other standpoints. There are always five stories in my newsletter. It comes out Thursday nights, just a little after 6 p.m. We're in our 18th year with Neil Spray's eGardens. Um, several things I need to tell you. Number one, you need to subscribe to it. I can't do that for you. You can't call and ask that we do it for you. You need to do that by going to my website, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on the eGardens tab. You can even see a the, the most recent issue of eGardens. There always are five stories, a featured plant of the week, a, uh, uh, an outline of things you need to get done that weekend called Gardening This Week, a weekend. And you'll also find uh, two other topics that that I cover. I do most of the writing for eGardens. We also have a new Q&A section where you can post questions for me. Uh, I had to limit that because I had 100 questions the first week that we tried it, and I just couldn't couldn't handle it. Uh, I worked uh, about uh, 14 hours to do the first uh, 20-some questions. And so, anyway, but uh, you'll see it when you go to Neil Sperry's eGardens, and that's at neilsperry.com. Hope you'll sign up and join the other uh, 80,000 people who are there. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. Ground cover's real values come in growing where grass either won't grow or where it would be difficult to maintain grass if it would grow. Heavily shaded spaces are a good example. Steep slopes and elongated narrow areas are three good examples, in fact, and many of us grow ground covers only because we want that additional step down from the lowest shrubs to the turf that carpets our landscapes. Those are the real reasons we ought to be planting ground covers. Remember, turf grass is going to be easier to maintain in most situations. Those are examples, however, where we would want ground covers. Prepare ground covers planting soil carefully. Use a glyphosate weed killer to eliminate existing grass and weeds. Apply the spray 10 to 15 days before you rototill the ground to incorporate several inches of organic matter prior to planting. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. All right, thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware. First of all, they are the ones who sponsor this program. 
both hours, not just one hour. That wasn't enough. They wanted both hours. I said, you betcha. I'd love to have you. Ace is the place with helpful hardware, folks. Places you can go to get all kinds of great help and great products. Your North Texas Ace retailer is where you can get a great deal on miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. Two cubic foot bags for $15.99. Save $3 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $12.99, a limit of $60. Take the truck, take the, take the big trailer. Get yourself plenty. Beautify your potted flowers with miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. It's specially formulated mix. We'll feed your plants for up to six months. Protect against over- and underwatering. It absorbs up to 33% more water than basic potting soil, so your plants can remain hydrated. Use it with indoor and outdoor container plants. It grows plants twice as big versus unfed plants. That is the great miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. It's on sale. Fifteen ninety nine. Mark down three more dollars with your Ace Rewards card. You pay only twelve ninety nine. Limit of sixty. Ace is the place where you get that and so much more. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. This is the Ben Shapiro Show. So get ready for economic pain because this administration has no plans up its sleeve other than economic pain. Nothing they do is designed toward actually solidifying the economy, making business people feel more comfortable with their investments, making people feel like the economy is going to continue to expand. And then you're wondering why people are taking trillions of dollars out of their investments and taking that cash and putting it on the sidelines. That would be the reason why. I'm Ben Shapiro. Join me Monday afternoon from 2 to 4 right here on Real News and Information 570 KLIF. Whiskey Stone, founded in 1983 in southeast Fort Worth, and they are going strong. Third, second, and third generation family business. They have 22 acres of glorious, beautiful landscaping stone. Everything from river rock and decorative gravel to pavestone interlocking concrete pavers to decorative boulders. They have ledge stone for retaining walls. They have patio stone. And uh, Pennsylvania Bluestone, they have it. They have it all. Landscape contractors know that, and that's why the best landscape contractors in town shop at Whiskey Stone. And that's why you need to go there as well. They're open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays, and I would imagine they'll be closed on Memorial Day as well. If you need a referral to a really great landscape contractor to do the work for you, they'll be glad to give you a list of three or four in your neighborhood, people that you uh, would be happy to have do the uh, the uh, on-site work for you. Whiskey Stone, they'll help you buy the right amount of stone. Take your photographs of things that you have seen that you really like. Take your drawings of your landscape with distances. This is 25 feet that I need to have for a retaining wall. It needs to be 16 inches tall, whatever. Take those measurements with you. They will help you buy the right amount of stone. They deliver anywhere you can hear me. Here are the particulars so you can make sure you get there. It's 4501 East Loop 820 South. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Fort Worth. It's in far southeast Fort Worth. Their phone number, 817-429-0822. That's whiz-q.com. 817-429-0822. W-H-I-Z hyphen Q dot com. It's WizQ Stone. Hi, I'm Adil from Plano Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great garden products. Count on us for a friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Medill, very, very much. And let me give you the phone number one more time. I have only one line open, and I have plenty of time to get to you. 888 787 K-L-I-F-888-787-5543. Suzanne in Fort Worth, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting. Uh, yes, Neil. I've recently, well, within the last year, become a balcony gardener, and I'm being challenged to keep the pots moist enough and wondered if you recommended any of those uh, water crystals, I call them, that hold water and then release it. Well... Not enough that I have uh, accepted them as an advertiser, uh, as an independent product. 
they are included in, I think, probably in the ad that I just did in that potting soil. But as far as uh, for a, a product for people to, to uh, uh, buy separately and mix into soils and, and put into the ground especially, uh, I was approached many years ago uh, to advertise them as a as a, a product in soil beds, in ground beds, in, in landscapes. Mm. And I absolutely turned that down because there's no way right. to get water out of soil when you have a rainy spell. It, it wouldn't, you know, I would encourage you to try a, a couple pots that way and see if you have better results and, and easier results. I know it's a, a real challenge to keep plants properly watered when it's 104 degrees outside and your <laughs> your plants have been growing well and they're filling up the pots now. you got nothing but... Uh, a plant pot and a lot of roots so i I understand that um the the theory is that they will swell and hold the moisture and then release it um i i think it gets kind of overhyped to be honest okay okay um are there any particular chemicals to look for on the bag i mean or is it just one thing that well, in as much as I'm not a big advocate, I haven't uh, haven't done a lot of studying. You know what I you know what I would do, and and if I if I were asked this away from radio, or I can't don't have the opportunity to do it, I would just do a, a search, uh, a Google search, and my keywords would start with university uh, benefit of um, uh, moisture uh, absorbent okay. uh, crystals, and see if there is any testing that has been done through uh, land-grant universities, the ag colleges. Um, generally, something, what, what, what I said to these people years ago, now mind you, I'm still talking about the standalone products. Um, right. What I said to them is if, if they are as good as your own personal in-house laboratories say they are, you know, they, they all showed me their data, and there were two or three of the products. They showed me data from their own laboratories. This has been 10 or 15 years ago. They showed me yeah. data from their own laboratories. I said, if they're that good, put them through a university test where there's independent and where there's no bias, there's no reason right. to uh, suspect anything, and let me see that data. And nobody ever came back said, well, here, here it is. <laughs> Okay. And, and and they'd have to pay for that research. They'd have to pay money to hire the technicians to do it. And I thought, well, that, that would cost them something. But you know what? If you want to buy ads and if you want to do it right, that's cost of doing business. But that's what I would do is I would I would Google it and see what, what you could find. If I didn't didn't have a radio program going on, I'd do that for you. Well, I can do that. And I, I know you can. That suggestion. Yeah. So I, okay, I put you. the word I put the word university in a lot of my Google searches. I just find that it gets all the all the uh, the blogs and the the uh, 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 just the you know the layperson stuff out and gets right to the research of it all. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank all you right, very much. Suzanne. Have a great day. Thanks for the call. Yeah. All right. Let me see. Time wise, we have time. Uh, I'm going to go to Ernest right now, but I'm also going to invite you to call because Ernest is my last call, and I don't think I want to have him be the last call today. I need some more calls. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Ernest, enjoy it. This is Neil. Good afternoon. It's good to speak to you again, Neil. It's been a long time. Thank you, sir. Uh, I got my... I got my... uh sibling from my banana tree galley and i wanted to try to get bananas off of her she's about three years old she's been in a 20 inch pot she died out the last two winters and came back uh she's probably going to be right now she's four feet tall but she reached eight feet last year i want to know if i take her inside and, and uh get her to live how long will it take for her to produce those bananas because she's a hardy Okay. Um, I, I would. That's a hard question. Yeah, it's almost impossible. I would think that it would probably uh, be able to bear next year. Uh, I don't know that. You know, a lot of bananas when you plant them in the spring will have fruit on them when you go into the winter time. They don't mature. That's the problem. They don't have time to mature before they freeze, and uh, so. Uh, if you're able to take it into a, a, a well-lighted place, a greenhouse, for example, uh, 
the the fruit might mature even within the first 12 months. Um, if you are taking it okay. indoors just to keep it from freezing, then probably that's not going to happen. It would have to be next year. But uh, I don't know that there's okay, any. I don't know that there's any assigned time. I honestly yeah. don't know. She's never bared any fruit, and and they usually last me about ten months, uh, eight eight to ten months before they die. So right. I haven't had them alive long enough. Well, I really had a bird question uh, during the mega ice. I had a female Hummer that stayed, and during the winter, and she was in the big snowstorm that we had in January before the ice. And uh, she disappeared right after the ice storm. We, we call it ice storm because we had three inches of ice on all the trees and everything. Right. Anyway, she disappeared for five days, and I figured, well, you know, the ice got her, and she came back. I oh, couldn't believe cool. it. And it was a female red-throated hummer, and I believe she was a sibling that was born there and didn't know to fly south when the rest left. And, uh... Anyway, that was my bird question, and uh, I appreciate that info, and I'm sure going to try to get her alive this year. Well, that's fun. I, I hope little greenhouse on the outside. <laughs> that's cool. Good for you. Well, I hope she makes it. That's great. We have a... Um, Thank you, Neil. You bet. Thank you. We have a Carolina wren who is nesting on our front porch. We have a Traeger grill sitting there, and oh. uh, we, can, we can take it out. Oh, I didn't mean to ha- make you hang on. That's okay. Thank you, sir, for calling. Uh, we, you know, uh, the, yeah, hey, go Neil, ahead. Yeah, I'll finish up with you. Go is, ahead. Cr- crazy thing is, is a wife's bicycle sitting on the back porch and she has a basket and we noticed a big pile of limbs in it a few days ago. And I said, don't touch the basket. And it's, uh, a whippoorwill. Oh, wow. And him and his mate have built this nest in there. And I think it's about, uh, cording off the back porch just to watch the babies come out. Oh, that's They're fun. About they're about four feet from the back door, and you can see them perfect. How fun. But anyway. Well, thank you much. Well, I appreciate your you. call. Have a great day. Thank okay. you, sir. Um, anyway, to, to finish up, we uh, have our grill sitting uh, on our porch because our, our patio and courtyard are on that side of the house. And rather than drag it through the house, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, anyway, I had a... Uh, had a uh, Kleenex box sitting there that had some bulbs in it, caladiums, tubers, that had been given to me, and it still has them in there because a little Carolina wren built her nest in it, and she is nesting on top of those. She's still there. We kind of peeked in last night as we were out walking Zeus the dog. I said, I wonder if she's still nesting, and sure enough, there she was. And so anyway, we're not cooking on the on the grill for a little while. So, anyway, the birds are are fun to watch. Um, Normally, we would have Pastor Tommy Brummett uh, here to to, uh, talk birds right out of this break. And uh, that's why I was inviting you to call, because Tommy is not with us today. Tommy is performing a wedding of his, uh, I don't want to, this may not be exactly the case, but I kind of think it's his best friend. And uh, it's a very special honor and, and special day for Tommy. And so he's away today. I, I forgot that when I asked him about two hours ago, you're going to be able to do a bird feature. And he said, I actually not. <laughs> I said, ooh, I forgot. Tommy's a good friend. Let me tell you about my book, fifth printing of my book, at thirty-two ninety-five. Get it while it's hot or, or, uh, or forever be disappointed. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Now, the book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. It's available from my office by calling the office Tuesday through Friday next week. Much better if you go ahead and order it now from my website, neilsperry.com. Uh, this is the, the, these are the remaining copies of the fifth printing of the book. And um, I have marked them down to thirty-two ninety-five. I want to get them sold because I want to take the sixth printing in. Uh, they, uh, I, I got the call from the printer, uh, kind of out of the blue by surprise, about a month ago, that they had gotten the paper and they had finished the printing. Now, oh, okay. After waiting six months for it, 
uh, supply chain suddenly was healed, and, and all of a sudden there was the book. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, this is a 344-page book with 840 of my photographs. It covers every aspect of outdoor gardening for all of Texas. Uh, every county of Texas is, is, uh, uh, is, is covered. And uh, the book has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is a uh, calendar, 48-page calendar, four pages per month of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of the plants that you're working so hard to grow. Then chapters 3 through 11 are very detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. All of that information, and uh, not in stores, not on Amazon. I think you'll find it, uh, that it's very, very helpful to you. I sign every copy as it sells, and I guarantee your satisfaction, or I will refund every penny that you invest in it. I think the book will pay for itself very quickly. There are two ways you can order, as I mentioned, by calling my office or by going to my website right now. That's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Satisfaction guaranteed or full refund, not one request for refund out of the first 75,000 copies sold. That's where we are right now. So go to neilsperry.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. At Lance Landscape Lighting, our certified electricians and designers can upgrade your outdoor lights, even vintage fixtures, to energy-efficient LED technology with just the right balance of warm and cool lights. Lance will illuminate the distinctive features of your home from every angle, every night. Let Lens create a nightscape that no matter how you look at it, makes your home shine. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. LensLighting.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. There's our pastor. Hope you will join us at our church. Sharingtheheart.org is the website, and uh, it's at 315 North Church Street in downtown McKinney, just a couple blocks northeast of the downtown square. We love our downtown area in McKinney. Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair. Odds are, if you live on the black clay soil, that eventually you will need the help of Advanced Foundation Repair. I hate to break that news to you, but our soils shrink when they get dry. They expand when they're wet, and it's not a pleasant ride for the foundation. You need to call if you think you might have a foundation problem. Call sooner rather than later. As dry as parts of Texas have been, we may be in for that same kind of experience this summer. And wise people are contacting Advanced Foundation Repair ahead of time. Estimates are free, repairs are guaranteed, and the people are great. Give them a call for that free Home inspection for the foundation is 214-333-0003 or visit foundationrepairs.com, plural, foundationrepairs.com. That's Advanced Foundation Repair, and uh, you will find them to be really, really good. We had them do some work on our house, and they were quick, they were affordable, and the integrity is just great. Advanced Foundation Repair. You'll be really grateful for the uh, lead, and you'll nobody wants to have a foundation uh, problem, but if you do, you'll be very happy that I suggested this company to you. One more time through the contact information, it's Advanced Foundation Repair on the web, Foundation Repairs. Dot com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. I'm Mark from Ben Burke Ace Hardware. I own my Ace Hardware store because I want to help your family, and I'm proud of my team that's there to serve you. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. 
Thank you, Mark, very, very much. One of the leaders of their pack, and I'm proud to get to work with him. Let's go to Brian in North Dallas. Brian, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, Neil. Good afternoon. Um, love the show, and uh, I liked your your story about the uh, Carolina Wren. Uh, my mother had uh, always had hanging baskets, and, and we've had those in her hanging baskets before, um, as well as dick thistles and other birds I didn't normally see elsewhere, but yes. they like the hanging baskets. Uh, so anyway, um, I had a question about, uh, I'd like to plant a patch uh, at my parents' house of, of giant sunflowers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, I've uh, I tried uh, a couple years ago, but uh, I planted the seeds and then about as soon as, not as soon as they came up, they someone ate them. I was thinking maybe a rabbit or something. Uh, so uh, I've got a box that I built, you know, wire mesh and a few stakes, you know. I've got something I can put over them until they get, you know, a little bit taller and, you know, unsavory for rabbits. Mm-hmm. But my main question, I want to end up with like a 5 foot by 10 foot patch of these giant sunflowers. And, um, uh, you know, we've got the hard clay dirt um, out there. So I was thinking I'm going to basically dig up the first few inches and, and put potting soil down. Uh, but... I was thinking just to get a thick patch um, started, you know, since I'm, is it possible to, you know, get a few trays going of, uh, you know, in Dixie cups and just get a bunch of the the flowers plants started um, in, in my apartment, even next to a big window? Is that enough light just to get a bunch of starter plants going and then go plant, uh, plant them all at once? I wouldn't do that. Uh, they'll be so tender from being indoors and from the uh, lack of light. Uh, they'll be soft and succulent. It's like taking a baby out and going to the beach without any sunscreen. Uh, okay. I, I just wouldn't do that. Um, I, I don't think uh, digging a few inches of soil and putting potting soil in is probably the best idea either. I think what I would do, Brian, is is dig a hole um, probably 18 inches wide. I, I don't know how big an area you're going to uh, plant in. How many plants? Are you, how many seeds are you going to plant? Um. Probably a couple packs worth. I mean, there's there's fifty or twenty, maybe fifty or so seeds in, in the in the pack. But I was thinking I want to end up with a a nice thick patch of them. You know, all right. Photos I would I would borrow a mini rototiller, M I N I mini rototiller, and break the soil up. It doesn't have to be just fabulous uh, uh, preparation, but I'd work some compost in. I'd buy a bag of compost just to get some organic matter in. And um, and and then I would plant them that way. Uh, if you could rototill down three or four inches and work a, a bag of compost from a garden center or a hardware store, and then plant your seeds about every four or five inches, they'll they'll do well. Water them and let them let them grow there where they're going to grow eventually. Keep them moist; they're going to grow quickly, and they'll need that moisture. I'm almost out of time, but they'll do well. That's okay, the main well, thing. Yeah, transplanting is probably not the best idea. Thank you for calling. Hey, folks, thanks for listening. Until tomorrow morning, 8 to 10, on Sister Station WBAP, happy gardening.